Good morning, everyone. Last week, in our first start of our preaching series, we talked about the very first part of the Mass, praying through it. Today, we'll talk about Mass as a sacrifice, for the Mass is both a sacrifice and a Eucharistic banquet. And so in order to speak of Mass as sacrifice, we have to first explain why Mass is a sacrifice. So Mass is a sacrifice simply because the sacrifice of Jesus is made present to us in the Mass specifically in the Eucharist. And so in the Eucharist, as Jesus' sacrifice is made present again, we see is that the sacrifice of Jesus on the altar of the cross and the sacrifice of Jesus in the Eucharist is the same one eternal sacrifice of Christ. And to be clear, as we do so, we're not crucifying Jesus again, nor are we making his sacrifice any more special or important. Rather, what we're doing is just presenting again the same eternal sacrifice of Christ. And the only difference between the two is not the sacrifice, but the manner in which the sacrifice is offered to us. And the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, that sacrifice was presented to us in a bloody manner. And now in the Eucharist, that same sacrifice is presented in a bloodless manner. And at Mass, we remember in a very special way this moment of Calvary. For the Jewish and Christian understanding of remembrance is making present what it remembers. For example, during the Passover, as the Israelites were remembering God, delivering them from Egypt, they were making it present, that reality, and proclaiming it. Well, for all of us, this applies to the Mass in a very special way. We hear from the Catechism. When the Church celebrates the Eucharist, she commemorates Christ's Passover, and then is made present the sacrifice Christ offered once for all, and on the cross remains ever present, as often as the sacrifice of the cross, by which Christ our Pasch has been sacrificed, is celebrated on the altar. The work of, of our redemption is carried out. So if Mass is a sacrifice, how do we join ourselves to that sacrifice? Let's begin with the offertory. See, after the Creed and Petitions, uh, everyone sits down and we begin what's called the offertory. And for some of us, we might believe or might perceive it as a time of interlude or as the intermission of Mass. But uh, it's very much more than that. It's part of the Mass and it's very important part of the Mass. This is what the Catechism tells us about the Offertory. In the Eucharist, the sacrifice of Christ becomes also the sacrifice of the members of his body, the lives of the faithful, their praise, sufferings, prayer, and work are united with those of Christ and with his total offering, and so they acquire a new value. Christ's sacrifice present on the altar makes it possible for all generations of Christians to be united with his offering. And so the offering is a time in which we as a congregation, we offer uh, what we have to God and God transforms it into his very own body and blood. He takes what is ours and transforms it into the best gift to the Father. 
And so when the priest and deacon is finished setting up the altar, and they go down to the steps, they receive from a family or from someone from the parish, on behalf of the parish, the offering of bread and wine. Notice too that in the offering of bread and wine, or the bread and wine is being brought forward, we have the collection of the basket or the collection of money. Now in the offering of the tithe of our incomes, we are offering to him the very first fruits of our labor, where our money is symbolic of our very lives. And the offering of our money is symbolic of our offering of our lives to God. And it is more, too, than just symbolic. For that giving, that offering is real. For we are really and actually giving something. And so when we choose not to give then of our time, of our talent, or of our treasure, we choose not to give any of that to the Lord. We are holding back from offering our lives as a sacrifice to God. And it's hard to participate in a sacrifice when you aren't offering yourself and your livelihood over to the Lord. So when you see the bread and wine brought up to the altar, I want you to ask yourself, how am I offering myself with the bread and wine? Am I truly offering myself to God with all my joys, my sorrows, my praises and thanksgivings as those gifts are being brought forward? St. Augustine uses this illustration to explain the joining of ourselves to the offering of bread and wine. And he points out that as the bread, and the bread, for example, is being offered up, that the bread is comprised of many individual grains of wheat. And he says that all of us are represented by each individual grain in the bread. And so as the bread is brought up and transformed into the body and blood of Christ, so we also are transformed with it. And as Jesus offers himself to the Father in the Eucharistic sacrifice, so we too offer and are offered to the Father through Christ's sacrifice. And when the collection basket comes around, I want you to ask yourself, am I offering to God the first fruits of my labor? Am I offering to God my trust? that if I give to him those first fruits, that he will take care of me. Now it used to be too that the priest and deacon would accept along with the, blood and, uh, with the bread and wine, the collection as well, uh, as they were being brought forward. But just for security reasons, the ushers put it directly into a safe. And I also recognize that many of us here, uh, during the time of collection, that many of us here give online. And so if we're not putting something in, still want you to think, intentionally of what you are offering to God and to do so out of love and thanksgiving. And this is important because if we're not being intentional in offering ourselves with the Mass, it will be difficult for us to receive what God has in store for us in the Mass. And this is too another reason why it's so important for all of us to try to come early to Mass so that we can prepare ourselves to offer ourselves in sacrifice to the Father. Because we can't offer ourselves if we don't possess ourselves. And truly, when we join in the offering of Mass, 
and truly offer ourselves, our prayers become acceptable to God and we truly offer true worship, praise and thanksgiving to God. And there through the ministry of the priest, our lives will be truly united with the perfect sacrifice of Jesus. Now after the offertory, the priest prays the prayer over the offerings, and then there's the preface, which prepares us to lift up our hearts to God. And then from there, the priest enters into what is called the Eucharistic prayer. In the whole of the Eucharistic prayer, the priest prays to the Father in the person of Jesus. And the priest, who's so united to Jesus, that through his words, the one sacrifice of Christ becomes present on the altar. And through the ministry of the priest, it is offered to the Father on behalf of all the people. And priests can do so, because priests are configured in a special way to Christ, so that when this priest speaks the words, Christ himself is speaking the words. And as the approach in the Eucharistic prayer, approaching the time of the consecration, you know that the priest lays his hands over the gifts, calling upon the Holy Spirit to transform the bread and wine. And through the words of the priest, specifically at the time of the words of institution, the bread and wine become the body and blood of Jesus. And truly at those words of institution, that sacrificial nature of what is taking place at the Mass is being manifested. You hear it spoken in the, in the Catechism. The sacrificial character of the Eucharist is manifested in the very words of institution. This is my body, which is given for you. And this cup, which is poured out for you, is the new covenant in my blood. In the Eucharist, Christ gives us the very body which he gave up for us on the cross the very blood which he poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. And so I want you to listen carefully to the words that Father Matthias and myself, myself pray to the Father after the consecration. For it's a praying of offering of Jesus in his body and blood to the Father on behalf of all the church. By the way, this is why priests are called priests and not just pastor. Because priests, we offer a sacrifice, the sacrifice of Christ to the Father on behalf of all the people. And then this leads us then to the end of the Eucharistic prayer. We approach the very high point of the Mass, where the priest, lifting up now the body and blood of Jesus, he offers it to the Father, saying, in him, through him, and with him, and in him on behalf of all the people. Again, the priest is offering Jesus to the Father and united to Jesus, our lives as well. And our response then to this offering is the great amen, where we are singing with joy that our lives are being offered to God with Jesus and that the Father has accepted our lives with Jesus. Now, people often say, Father, I don't get much out of Mass. Or they might ask, what's in it for me? Or maybe, why 
Am I not getting more out of Mass? See, that's the wrong question. The right question is how are you offering your lives to God with Jesus in response to all that he has done for you? For the Mass is the perfect worship of God. And it's not primarily about getting something, but in thanking and praising God for everything he gives to us. And it is in worshiping him that he responds by giving himself to us in the Eucharist. And more on that next week.